Welcome to Eagle Nation. Don't forget to join us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Well, welcome to the Eagle Nation Waffle Wrap. Um, it's probably going to be one of the shorter shows we've ever done. Uh, if you didn't get to see the scores, West Coast were beaten by 108 points by Ishu Mantle, uh, 25 goals, 11, 161 to West Coast, uh, eight goals, five fifty-three. Unfortunately, I couldn't view the game, but I've done a lot of reading up and tried to talk to people there at the game. I was playing my own game of footy, and it looks like I had a better game than these guys. But Dan did watch the game, so welcome, Dan. How you going, mate? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. Um, well, we, we like we said we on the last show, we couldn't expect too much. Uh, we were beaten by 169 last week, and this time only beaten by 100 and what, what did I say? 108. So it's coming down. Um but that's what you expect when you only have four players playing from your AFL side in in the team. No, that's exactly right. And the funny thing is, and we touched on this last week, that you can't look at it as like, oh, they're AFL players. It's, that means they're automatically AFL standards, you know. We had two kids, teenage kids, that are project players. You know, they're rookies and the like. And that's what they are. They're just project players. So they could become yeah. something and um, so when they're your two mainstays in the waffle and then a couple of Ruckman, oh, you're in for a rough day, that's for sure. Well, you, you look at the two, we'll, we'll go through the players, there's only four of them. Um, we got two NGA players in Tyrell DeWar, and he's only just turned 19, played predominantly as a Colt last year for Claremont. Um, you know, it depends on what position he was played. He's predominantly, he can, he can play probably back L forward, but I think he as more of a forward. So maybe him with his possessions, he only got six possessions. Maybe that's the reason why he had six possessions. And uh, Jordan Baker, he plays predominantly on a wing. So 11, 11 disposals, he's still 18 years of age. So he would have been the youngest guy out in the ground. Um, you know, like you said, these guys are project players. Um, they're getting a chance because they're on their NGA list. Um, sometimes, you know, it's sometimes you can win with these things. And you know, like we said, they're young, so raw. And it doesn't help when 18 other players are amateur players. You've got a couple of waffle players in there, which we'll talk about in a second. And then we had two of our younger guns in there, both Ruckman. Coincidentally, Barnett and Jamison. Um, we look at the stats. Jamison had 17 with 26 hitouts, and Barnett had eight with 20 hitouts. So, what was your view on the rucks, Dan? Um, it's funny watching the game. The only thing we really dominated was the hitouts. Um, those two boys did very well with the hitouts, um, and that was basically it for the game. Like, I don't mean that disrespectfully, but it was the only thing we really won. Surprisingly, we won the third quarter, which was, um, I think, East Fremantle, we shocked East Fremantle because I don't think they were expecting it either. But we actually did okay in the third quarter. But, yeah, it's just the their development was good. Um, it was a senior ruck for East, East Fremantle. Um, so it was great they had it. Jamison's... You know, because Jamison and Williams were going a bit toe-to-toe last year, so it looked like he still, you know, it was invaluable the lessons he learnt last year, basically, I think. 
And Barnett, he, he shows promises. He, you see, you see this kid rock, and you do think to yourself, "I think we've got something here. I really do." You know, um, but it's just the same problem. We need to surround these players with some mature players, some senior players. You know, it's not good that your oldest eagle listed player is Jamison. It's not really a good sight with three teenagers. No, no, it's not. No, when you look at it. Um, you only had really about four other players that have had uh, waffle really experience at that level. There could have been a few more, but they were injured. They weren't playing. But, um, you know, Alec Waterman come back here, had one goal, 20. Uh, Nelson, the captain, 29 disposals. So they're the guys that, that oh, you know, got the experience there that probably should be the ones standing up all the time. But this game, for a game that everyone knew was going to be a massive, probably one-sided affair, it's probably got more publicity than any other Waffle game this year. And we have to probably put that down to Will Schofield uh, putting the beats back on. Um, and I'm trying to look for his uh, things here. I think he scored a goal, didn't he? Yeah, he scored yeah, a yeah. goal. Eight, eight disposals, he scored a goal and had five hit-outs. Yeah, five hit-outs in the ruck. So for somebody that, um, if you don't follow the Back Chat podcast, he's been trying to lose weight and he never did over 10 weeks, but I think he would have lost a few bit of weight running around there because um, yeah. from all accounts, he's knackered. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it's funny because it was the highlight of the day. It was great seeing him run around there and um, even not playing footy two years, just having the senior body there was invaluable for the kids. I mean, like he kicked a goal in a low-scoring affair. He um, threw himself at the packs. You know, he took a nice, great mark. He uh, sold the dummy on the wing at one stage to get an inside 50, and that was to set up a goal. Um, I believe we missed that goal, but he still set it up. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, he would be sore, but it was definitely the highlight of the day. Uh, Alec, just touch on Alec Waterman. I know he's our, not an Eagle actual listed player, but he's our, one of our waffle players, him and Nelson. Um, they moved him into the midfield, which I liked. Um, just a bigger body in there. Bigger body, yeah. Stopped around and, yeah, I thought it was a good move and I actually liked seeing him in the guts a bit more whilst we didn't have anyone. And um, just last thing I can really think of this game is it shows how dire the injuries is, not just the fact how slim it was with the players playing, but the fact we kind of held a couple players off that we're that scared that someone would get injured in the waffle or that someone's getting um, injured or carrying an injury in the seniors that they might not make it through the week or make it through training, that they didn't want to play O'Neill. You know, I think Edwards got the tick of approval, didn't he, with his wrist and they no, didn't want no. to play him either. No, he wasn't. No, his wrist no, no. He's out for four weeks. For four weeks now, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So thumbs up, but yeah, I know I know O'Neill didn't play. Um, yeah. Jamison Barnett got rushed back, but yeah, I got the feeling they were holding a couple out that could have probably played, but I think they were too scared to give them a run at waffle level for the sake of injuries. Yeah, well, look, and and just on injuries, we had a couple of guys that had waffle experience, like uh, um, Garlet, and that that were injured as well, so they couldn't play. So there was a bit of waffle experience out of the game. So it's not just the AFL side that's got injuries, it's the waffle side as well. So I think they've had their biggest list of top-up players this year. Uh, they had a meeting last week with all the waffle clubs. I don't know what has come out of it yet, but um, I think that might come out in the wash in the next week or so. They were asking for more concessions, a couple more, you know, senior sort of players, but I think that the Waffle Clubs are reluctant to give it to them mid-year. Um, but this is going to be an ongoing story. 
uh, next year could be totally different, but we've got to deal with what we've got in front of us. And um, you can't get any development into the younger players for the Eagles due to injuries and not having a waffle side. So some we've got to soldier on through and, you know, people keep saying, well, there's a lot of doom and gloom, but there is positives on the – going to look beyond the doom and the gloom. We've got to look at the positives coming. So it does work, but we just haven't got fit players on the park. So simple as that. Well, that's the, the pre-season showed that. But let's be realistically, pretty much every AFL club has five to ten injured players. I think Sydney Swans has ten. Saints has over. We've obviously got the most. But it's only one or two teams that have less than five, and I think one of them is being Adelaide, you know. So a bit list, yeah, it's good. But you've got to accept that there's going to be about ten, uh, five to ten players not in there, you know what I mean? So they've still, I think, got to tinker with it a little bit. I know it's not going to be as dire as it is now, but it just shows you do I need to tinker with it still a little bit. Uh, immediate future was a who do you think's a chance to come back? Uh, into the AFL side or into the Wolf? Well, trickle-down effect. Well, it's going to be a trickle-down effect, so just back next week almost. So even if they play AFL, well, then that means a waffle player will probably then come in, you know? Well, look, you, you, you look at it, it depends on who match-ups on that, you know, because long space be coming back. Hewitt might be okay. Hearn might be okay. So that's three players at AFL. So like you're looking at Rotham, a Foley. You might even look at a Petrocelli. It depends on what which role they're going to be filling in the AFL side. So it's going to be different. It's so going to be different. Hearn and Hewitt might be okay this week, basically. Yeah, well, from your reports, who knows? You know, our club's never been transparent, but they said, you know, they're a chance to play. So, just let's say. That's why I asked you, that's why I asked you mate, because I have no idea. Apart yeah. from Hearn, I just don't know anyone that's coming. And as I said, it'll be a trickle down effect. So, you know, a lot of them will go straight in the AFL side, but that means then an AFL player can go in the waffle. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So. So, yeah. But and three, if we could get three, that would be great. You'd probably look at Clark, West, uh, you know, the guys that have come in in the last few weeks, O'Neill, Rotham, Foley, they're the ones that have trickled back into the waffle side. I think if you've got fitter AFL standard players like, you know, your hand and stuff like that, you know, Shuey, he's still a chance, I reckon. I don't reckon from what I heard today. I don't think he plays. So I think with the waffle side, we're still going to have a few weeks there where we've only got – just enough numbers, and we just got to pray that there's no more injuries to anyone in our team because uh, we have to have AFL squad uh, team players playing in the waffle for us to have our, our waffle side. I think that was the rules that they agreed on. If we had no players, that's when the game gets forfeited or rescheduled. So yeah, I believe too. We ne- we uh, always need at least two to play. But so. yeah, look. Uh, look, we, we're going to look at the bright side. We'll look at the next week. Well, let's hope we've got more than four players in. Eagles play uh, Clamour on the Sunday, so we should know who's playing in the team because the, the AFL side plays on the Saturday against Carlton. They're playing at 12.40 at Revo, which is in Claremont. They're all Claremont Oval, so it's a lunch time um, schedule, Matt. So if you've got free time, go down there because there might be a few other players in there. Who knows? You never know of our injury list with all the TBCs. It could be a player that's been on there for like six weeks that automatically might be playing. So I'm, I'm hoping Hewitt's ready to have a go and then to get in some He's the big one for me. Yeah, he's the big one for me. The fact, and that this is more for the main podcast, but the fact Hewitt and Chester got injured at a time like this where they would get so much exposure at footy yeah. level, 
really hurts. Yeah, it hurts. All right, well, guys, we'll keep it short and sweet. There wasn't much to report except that we got smashed by 108 points. Um, against Claremont, we really pretty match up well on them, but that is with when we've had at least 10 players in there. Hopefully we've got more than four. Um, just keep listening to the Wobble Show because it will get better because we're hoping players come back. We'll give you more to report on, and we want to try and be the first guys to report on the Waffle. So we'll usually do it on a Sunday or a Monday. So... If you tune in um, on any of the podcast apps that you listen to, spread it around, and uh, hopefully we can bring you some more positive news in the coming weeks. Mm, fingers crossed. All right, um, and to our final sign, which we will be recording tomorrow while the Anzac game's on or just afterwards, and we'll get it out to you straight away. So uh, until then, guys, uh, go Eagles. Go Eagles. Share the West Coast sky I will